What's up, guys? Happy weekend. There wasn't an episode on Thursday, and I'm sure that was annoying to those of you who listen. Damn this chair. Those of you who listen frequently, there's Alex in the background, and we got something special coming up for you. So let's get started. All right, so we're doing it on a weekend. That's what she said. (laughs) And it's going to be posted on Saturday at 10 a.m. So I hope you're enjoying listening whenever you're listening. The whole family's here. Me, the little baby on the floor. And finally, Alex. So we only have one microphone is the only problem. So I'm going to do a little introduce yourself thing and then he's just going to go off on whatever sort of tangent uh he's feeling right exactly okay all right so this is alex and uh he's going to introduce himself hello youtube my name is alex i am Melena's fiance um and i know she's talked about me because i've listened to all her podcasts and her youtube videos so i know some of you know me and for the ones who don't my name is alex and on today's episode, we are going to discuss world domination. We're going to talk about how to take over the world. Ain't that right, Brain? That's right. Most of you remember Peaky in the Brain, right? At least I hope. Peaky in the Brain, awesome cartoon. Talked about world domination all the time. Well, at least Brain did. Pinky was kind of whatever. But wasn't that show also like weirdly sexual? You know, I, I don't know. I was a kid watching it, so. People have put clips on that. I'm going to use my hand as my face. People have put clips of that on Instagram, and it had a lot of rapey, weird scenes. Like, a lot of sex stuff, too. Yeah, so did Pepe Le Pew, but no one complained about that one. Pepe yeah, Le Pew was a but creep. That was more sexual assault than just blatant grossness. I mean, I beg a differ, though. I beg a differ, because I, re- I clearly remember some episodes of Pepe Le Pew was like, now that I've watched it as I was an adult, as I was an adult, and wow. Wow. Like, Pepe Pew was a... Uh, he was... He should be arrested, honestly. <laughs> I only watched it on Looney Tunes. I never watched the actual Pepe Le Pew show. So, I can't speak to that. But, yeah. Okay, go. Yeah, so, on today's episode, we're going to talk about crystals. And maybe Roman Empire. And maybe Ro- Roman Empire. But we'll see how the conversation goes. Because, actually, I was in a Zoom meeting uh, last week. And the conversation was sparked about crystals one of one of the gentlemen on the zoom was stated that he didn't believe in crystals and the, and the fact that they have uh, energy that he was a christian he just didn't believe any of that um which is awesome you know you know i'm glad that he he, he holds some kind of religion or some kind of belief i kind of beg a differ i don't i don't agree with that um idea of that crystals don't have any kind of um, energy or any kind of you know vibrational frequencies, and we're not just talking about crystals themselves. We're talking about you know all kinds of uh, all kinds of gems. We're talking about amethyst. We're talking about agates. We're talking about um, apatite. You know pyrite, um, jade. All these crystals and gems have different kind of energies and different kind of uh, healing properties or some kind of energy to them. You know, for for example, uh, amethyst 
is really good for you know stress relief and uh, protection. You know, tiger's eye is good for um, courage and money. And so th- there there are different beliefs uh, for for these types of gems and the kind of energy that they hold behind them. And you know, really, what I had stated in the Zoom meeting last week was pretty much well. These gems and these crystals come from the earth. And the earth itself, it holds a vibrational frequency. You know, it it vibrates at 432 hertz. So to say that these gems that come from the earth hold no energy to them really doesn't make sense. You know, because everything in this world, everything in this universe has a vibrational frequency. It holds energy. Everything you can see has some form of energy in it. It's, it's basically carbon, oxygen, nitrates, helium, and what have you. You know, um, all of these organic items is what I'm talking about. Versus in- inorganic things, uh, you know, like plastic, um, rubber, y- you, get the, you get the gist. But what I'm saying is that these crystals and these rocks and these gems hold energy and if you believe that i think you would kind of agree with 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 the ideology you know just just name a few properties jade inspires ambition towards accomplishing um, your objectives pyrite itself shields one from negative energy okay Uh, a gate is a warrior stone enhances courage confidence and strength and, you know, there's a whole list of different properties that all of these gems and, st- and stones uh, have. And I'm, and I'm not really going to go through all of them all. But also, real quick, pirate, pyrite, however the frickin' heck you say it, pirate. is also called fool's gold. Fool's gold. It, that is actually very true. Uh, one of the biggest differences that you can tell, fool's gold between actual gold is that when you break uh, pyrite or fool's gold, there's actually black sediment in it instead of um, it being solid gold. That's how you can figure out figure that one out. Like I was saying, is that you know the Earth itself runs out off of 432 hertz. We all we every one of us has properties or energy. Um, every one of us is create made of energy. Everything in this Earth is create is made of energy. And to say that gems and stones are pretty much you know kind of dead objects would be to say that the earth itself is 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 a dead object and although we as humans are not you know helping the world out as far as regenerating (laughs) to say that the earth is dead is kind of you know not a real reality we we all know that the earth is alive and living and you know is keeping us sustained and alive as you know beings of this planet you know that that's not to say that if you pick up the stones or the gems you, you're automatically going to be protected you're automatically you know th- these energies are, are automatically going to fill your body because there's a lot of different variables that that come into play if you don't believe in them it's kind of hard for you or the gems to it's kind of hard for you to feel the power of the gems. It's kind of hard for the gems to work over you because you simply just don't believe that that you know that it's going to work for you. Um, but also, a lot of it is some people 
just have have stronger effects with the, with the gems and some people don't um it could be your 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 eat your eating habits whether you're eating uh, healthy you know would play a, a large role into how these gems affect you the question that Melena stated was do I, I have any gems or do I have any stones you know have they ever came to me have they ever worked for me and yeah actually tiger eye for myself is a fa- is a favorite of mine I personally think that tiger eye works for me it tiger eye pretty much boosts your courage it uh, protects you and so I honestly feel that tiger's tiger's eye works for me whenever i whenever i would wear it i would honestly feel a lot more confident a lot more courageous especially in my at work or um i would you know i was doing a lot of sales and so i felt i felt as if uh tiger's eye was really a benefit for me i've also have crystals or have had crystals i tend to lose things quite often but i i used to have crystals and whenever I was around them or whenever whenever I would really pay attention to to the crystal itself, um, I would honestly feel, you know, I would feel better. I'd feel uh, more focused and I would feel as if, you know, more responsive re- really with what's going on in, in my surroundings. I definitely believe that crystals have a power, whether that, whether you believe that or not, to each their own. But I would I would suggest do some research and see how these gems and how these crystals have effect over people, and just simply their their the the power that they have. And that's your piece about crystals. And that's my piece about crystals. So just a rant. I'm actually really interested in history, uh, and I know know you know quite a bit about history about certain things of history, not you know everything or traditional history or you know I, I don't know very much about asian history or you know middle east but i i know a fair decent amount of history one of my favorite topics of history is the roman empire the roman empire it, to, to, for me it holds you know it's it's <laughs> there's a lot to learn from the roman empire and one of the biggest things that really kind of made me go down the rabbit hole of uh, learning about the Roman history was really this question in itself was how is it that humans and society have gotten to this point as far as (laughs) (laughs) you're funny you're funny (laughs) you're funny mama Huh? Tell what you were doing. It was a distraction. So I was completely distracted right now. Why? My baby, our baby, was actually just sucking on Malena's chin <laughs> <laughs> like a pacifier. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> the most significant thought that really made me want to learn about Roman Empire was the thought of. How is it that we as a society has have gotten to this point of, you know, kind of just not being in control of our own, I guess, you know, not destiny, but 
our own society itself. You know, I, I, I personally think when you look around, we don't really have control over our society as a whole. You know, we kind of just go kind of just go with the waves like like um kind of like cows go move move along in a herd um and i really wanted to figure out why this was what this was how is it that we even got here and for myself history repeats itself and so that thought alone made me want to just dive back into history to kind of dive back into where everything kind of stemmed from and i yeah the meat of the onion and I understand that the Roman Empire, there was a lot more happening other than the Roman Empire, but the Roman Empire ruled half, most of the known world for over a thousand years. So that, that itself plays a very significant part as to how society developed, grew, and matured, and how these rules of society kind of came about. And what I found out was a lot, actually, was, was a lot, really. For example, the Romans are the ones who invented marriage by law. Before the Romans, people got married in the eyes of God and there were a union. Yeah, and so, you know, the Romans the Romans thought of marriage as law for tax purposes. They wanted to be able to uh tax more of the people themselves. What I, what I also realized is that the Romans, as I'm sure you all well know, how gladiatorial games. And a lot of the gladiatorial games were you know, brutal, they were violent, but they were a sport. And they used these gladiatorial games and exhibitions to really keep the, keep the crowd or, or keep the society distracted from the wars that were going on for maybe the, uh, the, the poverty that, that was going on at the time. And for different emperors that were being um, taken out of power and put into power, essentially these gladiatorial games were held as a distraction, really, for the society while other things were being dealt with at large. And so, when I look at the when I look at what's going on in the in America and around the world, you know, obviously, you know, sports they have their place, but. When I look at sports, all I see is the same thing going on. People are distracted. People are not really focused on what, what's really going on. Uh, for example, if people showed up to a political movement like they did to a Super Bowl, then I think we would have political reform overnight. Now, don't get me wrong. I love sports. I play sports. I'm very athletic play football in high school, play sports all my life. I love playing sports. I just don't like watching sports. I'm not going to sit there and watch a football game unless maybe it's the Super Bowl. But if you want to go play football, let's go. I'm, I'll be the quarterback. But when I look at the Roman Empire and, and I see I see how they operate it, you know, there were a fantastic group of people. They were also very... The word he didn't finish there was brutal. They were also very brutal. Audio mishap. So, Roman Roman fun fact. Romans were, were very good at building and, 
and a lot of the a lot of a lot of the stuff that they built were actually built by the soldiers of the Roman Empire um, when they would go out and conquer new towns or new cities. And so Romans were actually very good at building walls, very technical at building walls. And at, 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 in their time, they had no specific way of cre- of creating this really straight long line, other than pretty much they would grab they would get a piece of wood that was kind of looked like a T at the top and have a string in the middle with, with the weight at the bottom of the string. And they would, they took one end of the string and walked it 50 feet. And they would have one man that was holding the stick that was, that was at T at the top and look at the stick. And they would, the man that was 50 feet down the way would, they would communicate and say, okay, move a little right, move a little left. Once everything lined up, the T lined up to the string that was 50, 50 feet down away. That's where they would mark it. And they would keep continuously do that until they got a really long straight line to build a, a wall. Until technology developed more, that was the primary way of building really strong straight walls. Also, you know, at the time that the Roman Empire fell around, I believe, 1134 AD, the only the western western part of roman empire fell uh, pretty much rome uh everything everything west of rome fell collapsed no more rome and rome was so big at that time that it actually had two emperors one for the western western rome which was ancient rome one was and another one for eastern rome which you know the capital of the eastern rome was constantinople now istanbul of and turkey the the western capital was rome in italy and when the western empire fell it was only the eastern empire and so the eastern empire once it once the once the ancient rome fell became the byzantine or byzantium era and so these people were, were made up mostly of they were greek they were arab they really really weren't traditional roman but the, all of their all of their traditions, all of their ways of being were really Roman. And that Byzantium or Eastern part of Roman Empire actually lasted for another four or five hundred years. Because that that empire didn't fall until maybe the fifteen hundreds, which gave way to a lot of European countries to, to, to grow and prosper because once the Eastern Empire fell and the Ottoman Empire who took over Constantinople, once they were conquered, there was so much gold in that in that empire of Eastern Roman Empire, they were able to create other countries. Other countries were able to prosper. You know, countries like Germania broke up and became you know, pretty much Central Europe. Um, bunch, bunch of different countries broke up into Central Europe because Romans had a funny way of categor- categorizing everyone. Everyone east of the of the Thine River was pretty much barbarian. They <laughs> they just labeled everyone barbarian. So they had you know Germania people from Africa, the Cath- Carthaginians. Car- yeah, I believe so. Hannibal from Carthagin. Car- I believe it's Carthagins. 
yeah hannibal from carthage which carthage was another country pretty much in africa so once the eastern empire fell a lot of these countries were able to to like i said grow and prosper when you look at the way everything happened the roman empire the roman empire were hated and loved at the same time a lot of countries loved them they supported them because you know rome had they ruled the world for a thousand years they were the ones to back because if you went against the romans well you kind of lost and a lot of people hated the romans because they were tyrannical they pretty much thought they were better than everyone else if you weren't roman you weren't nothing and they they weren't honorable a lot of the history goes back and pretty much says that romans were infamous for not keeping the word they would say one thing and do another for their own advantage for their own gain they and that's really why the western empire actually fell because the when the western empire fell around, around 1134 ad the people who actually conquered and brought down the western empire were called the visigoths the visigoths well they were mercenaries for the western empire because the western empire had become very dependent on outside foreign uh, militias to help fight the wars because there was there was they had so many wars going on and there was so much corruption in in the western western politics that their infrastructure they their infrastructure were was being brought down as far as the the military goes the military um, couldn't keep up with all the wars there was a lot of there was a few wars that went on and they lost a lot of significant soldiers and so they started depending on mercenaries pretty much the roman empire had promised the visigoths one third of italy if they would help support the 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 roman wars and when the visigoths came and asked for the one third of the roman empire roman empire kind of just laughed and snuffed them away and said hush and the visigoths came in and for the first time ever sacked the roman city apologize the second time ever uh the first time was was another roman general who sacked the roman capital anyways the visigoths came in sacked the roman empire completely collapsed collapsed them next day there was no no more roman empire which actually kind of brings up a, a great thought you know imagine imagine a country imagine an empire who ruled for a thousand years who was the most powerful empire in the entire world who pretty much was undefeatable in war because of how the roman roman military how efficient it was imagine them being ruling, ruling the world for a thousand years and one day you know something happens and the next day they're not there there's no more there's no more roman empire i mean of course these things you know took time to develop and for, for the for the roman infrastructure to to dissolve but think about it one day america's here and next day america's not that would be just in, incomprehensible honestly kind of in a good way but you know there's there's a lot of things you could talk about about the roman empire the question the question of how 
how our society has gotten to this point. Well, kind of just everything led to the everything led to Rome because before that was Greek, uh, Greek, and Greek had a lot of philosophy, philosophers, and you know the Roman Empire. They used a lot of the Greek ideology, Greek politics to build the Roman Empire. But in the end of it, you know, Greek really, Greece at the height of, height of the time was democratic. They were about the people. Uh, the people had the had had word. And at some point, you know, the Roman Empire was they were they had, they were a republic. The Senate controlled and pretty much held the power. Then the Senate was dissolved, and it just kind of became emperor after emperor, tyrant after tyrant. Which kind of made me realize that we let ourselves get this way. We let ourselves be controlled by people who didn't care about the interests of the, of the people. We let ourselves get, get controlled by their politics, by the taxes that they let levied, by the laws that they placed into, into power. And really, you see this throughout history. You see this in the largest countries or empires that existed. You see this in Great Britain where taxes and taxes after taxes were pressed against the people against the people laws were against pressed against the people. Taxes that were levied so much caused the American Revolution caused America to be separated from Britain and you see that now in America where laws after laws are placed into into power that restrict our freedom and restrict our ability to live our own lives as we please we see the taxes be be levied against us and getting higher and higher and ultimately we pretty much gave these pow- people who are in power too much power we allowed them to we put too much faith into them and we allowed it with voting, um, but we 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 place too much faith into them all throughout the all throughout the ages. We never really understood that we actually have the power. Majority of the people have the power. You know, for quick example, there's only about 150,000 governmental people that are employed uh, in America, and there's about 300 million people in America right now. So when you when you look at it, only a very small amount of people control the laws and rules that are going on. We put too much faith into them, we give them too much power without realizing that hey, we actually have the power here. But I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. At least not at least not for right now. I really just wanted to answer that question for myself and the way I was able to do it was looking back in history. And like I stated before, a lot of the stuff just led me to the Roman Empire. I ended up learning a lot more about the Roman Empire other than politics, other than, you know, trying to answer my own question. I just became fascinated with the Roman Empire and how they came about. There's a lot to be learned from the past. And I would say that it's it would behoove us to look into the past and just remember it. Alex was embarrassed that I'm filming like this, but it's 11 o'clock and my baby fell asleep on my shoulder 
and we're going to bed. But I just wanted to say uh, thank you to him for recording this episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you did enjoy it, let me know and we can do another one. Um, I'll probably do another one because this, this fool has got a lot of shit to talk about. He's a very interesting speaker and I feel like once he gets more comfortable being behind the microphone, pardon my burp, uh, he will be killing it in no time. So I hope you have a great evening. Hope you enjoy this episode and uh, we'll see you next time for the Actually Homeschooled podcast with the special guest, Alex Cruz. See you later, guys. Bye.